1: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Hashtag dad advice from Jim Peterson,
2: my dad, who said, cheer as loud as you want for your own team. Don't ever boo the other team. Don't ever boo the other team. And to boo your own team? Unthinkable. And the world of James William Peterson. So, day I would never do it. B, with the cost of those things? Are you kidding me? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Welcome to the RP Show, everybody. On this Thursday, Daytime Sports Talk, your favorite Daytime Sports Talk show, is on the air. Here on Game Plus Television, a couple shout-out here. Jet checking in from Southern California. John Ohm checking in from Winnipeg. John Schmeiser says, good morning from Kansas City, getting ready for a big Chiefs win on Sunday. That's right. We are live across all of Canada, all 10 provinces on Game Plus TV, 31 states in America. And we continue to broadcast live from Gray Eagle Resorting Casino on the Sutina First Nation out here southwest of the Calgary and the Stony Train. I guess, what are we just off? Crowchild. Hey, eh? Darren moose right. as he joins us here. I don't know the geography of City. But um, it has changed a little bit from when I went to college here 30 years ago. The structure is still pretty much the same.
3: Yeah. It's just expanded mightily. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Good. Yeah, yeah it's great to be in the city. And you know what? I'm, I'm getting used to the, the massive temperature swing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was minus 20 yesterday. And I wake up and I step outside. It's plus one. Plus three, actually. Wow. And
2: for our American friends, that's around 40 Fahrenheit, I would say, around there. But I want to say before we jump to the sports talk, let's just just do some some of the fun things. I worked out this morning here in the gym, and I went outside, and I talked to my sponsor. He's uh, back in the rectangle, and he's not pleased that it's minus 37 Celsius there. And I said, I'm outside in my gym clothes, shorts and T-shirt, trying to get a photo with a sunrise man. Did you see it today? Uh, It it wasn't red. It was like fuchsia. Wow, And I'm like, my phone never captures how, how stunning it is. And I almost got the keys from the vehicle from you because I was going to drive to that cliff not that far from here where there's the Rocky Mountains. And I'm just, it's unbelievable. And I also want to say that a Calgary Stampeder came up to me last night in the casino and said he watches every day. I'm not going to name him. Great guy. We had a good chat. He came up to me. Mr. Peterson, welcome. Watch your show every day. Unreal. I'm still almost surprised these guys that I, oh. I am. And uh, he goes, i will obviously i watch for the CFL. Welcome to Calgary. Glad to have you. And before we go any further, let me just say this. Here it is. I did go by the Stan Peters store yesterday. Dropped by there. They were very nice to us. And you know why I think that guy in the store was really nice to us?
3: He had no idea who we were. Ah, uh, Yes. <laughs> of course. He <laughs> had no idea who we were. So, da-da-da, da da
2: This is what I'm adorning the set with. For as long as we're in Calgary, maybe longer, maybe when I go back to Florida.
1: How about Calgary Calgary
2: Peter's coffee mug. Because I was complaining yesterday that uh, the thermoses were sold out at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino gift shop. Gray yeah, that's
1: Eagle popular. Resort and Casino.
2: <laughs> so I thought that I would... Uh, Purchased myself a coffee thermos and I'm quite happy with my purchase. And the other thing was, I opened up the text line. I didn't read as many of your texts yesterday as I had uh, hoped. The nine oh two line is open right now for Biz 902 902-518-3033. Pick up phone and text RP Rod Peterson. We haven't heard the jingle enough lately. Have no, we? so we I opened it up and that Brian who had talked about some issues audio wise on our podcast, because thousands more people listen to this thing on a podcast than actually watch it. I don't think people even understand that. Uh, so Brian says, hey, on the 902 line, the last half of the second hour today was much better. I still can't believe that almost two years later, it's still you and Matthew distracting me from the real world. <laughs> You're welcome. He, uh, he stopped me in the gas station parking lot and he's like, you and Pat McAfee are getting me through this pandemic. And here we are, still in it. I can't believe it either. Uh, and another one, Ricky Tofino, he was, uh, he's in Tofino, B.C. Ricky, Ricky Tofino, I get it. He says, eat like you're going to the electric chair, boys. Kind of did last night uh, when we walked to the buffet. And thank you, Gray Eagle, for taking care of us in that regard. When the restaurant was full of Asians, I got in a, an inclination that it might be Asian night. <laughs> what tipped you off? <laughs> and uh, I have my favorite Asian things, but like it was authentic, authentic, authentic. You would know more than I would of what the dishes were. Oh, like I just filled up on ginger beef. I know, and pecan pie.
3: Oh yeah. And I went to bed fine, but I did sample like, the stick buns. Paganstein. I did. I did. I. <laughs> I did not go there. Um, I reached for it though because it looked like something else. Um, but yeah, everything. I mean, if you look at your broad social media, I mean, the pig was right there on the table. There's a pig's head on the table. Filled up on ginger beef and
2: pecan pie. And Bob's your uncle. Um, so we're having a great time. And I also want to say, Rennie in Saskatoon writing us, he says, Rennie, watching on Game Plus. He says, what the saddle being underwater for the flood a few years ago, that must have left a few issues behind that they're still dealing with. Hashtag build your bank. He was the winner of our Build Your Bank Challenge with Bet Regal. We've got Flames broadcasters Ryan Leslie from Sportsnet Flames coming on the show today and Brendan Parker from Flames TV, both coming on. So we'll discuss that a little later. Some of these texts were from yesterday, so I just wanted to get to them, and I appreciate your patience. Now can we hit the direct, uh, the quicksand. And thank you, Director Jordan. So I'm a little all over there, so we've got a lot of topics to get to. Six aren't enough. Uh, despite postponing more than 100 games for coronavirus-related reasons, the NHL is still on track to complete the regular season on time by the end of April. While it came to, at the expense of the players competing in the Beijing Olympics, the new schedule keeps the top hockey league in the world on pace to award the Stanley Cup before July 1st. The NHL on Thursday revealed new dates for 98 postponed games, keeping the initial target date of April 29 at the end of the regular season. Bill Daly, the vice, uh, the deputy commissioner said in the statement, we are profoundly grateful to our fans for their support and understanding during a challenging time and to our clubs, the NHL Players Association and the players for their cooperation in a rescheduling of unprecedented logistical complexity. I was uh, watching SportsCenter as I always do, and Darren Dreger said the GMs aren't really complaining about this. Mike Johnston said, uh, "Mike crush, Mike Johnston said that Hey, Ottawa's gonna be the busiest team, but he's like whatever. They knew this was gonna happen. Nobody's bitching, they all just wanna get playing. Yeah. What was the most compacted schedule that you saw? It was like five <sighs> games in seven days. It was seven eight, games in ten yeah, days. Yeah, it's like
3: eight games in sixteen days, so a game every two days for like, like a baseball schedule, right? I mean, NHL plays every second day, you know, in spurts, then you get two or three days off. But yeah, I saw that. I saw, you know, a game every two days in a span of like you know, sixteen or eighteen games—that's quite a bit. I don't think anybody's complaining. I mean, um, Rick Ball, the voice of the Flames, saying the other night, "Hey,
2: I love it. <laughs> when your team's not playing, it actually sucks." So nobody's complaining. Let's go. Yeah. LFG. LFG. On the ice. Great game last night, Leafs and Rangers. Ryan LFT. Reeves scored twice. Adam Adam Fox had two goals and a helper, and the New York Rangers scored three times in the third period to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs six <laughs> three. Here I'm going to get off a tangent again. Mitch Murray had a goal and assist. Ilya Mikheyev and Michael Bunting also worked for the Leafs. Jack Campbell had 21 saves in the loss. We watched the game in, at the stage bar here in the casino. And listen, why I said to Moose, do you not feel like you're in Vegas right now? Like, there was some stuff going on. And I was, just stuff, you know. I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, wow, for a Wednesday, it's bumping in here. So we're trying to watch the hockey game, and you said you felt like you were in the Golden
3: Nugget. Yeah. Explain. Well, it felt like I was in Vegas. I had the same kind of feeling, and, you know, we watched a game on a projection screen or whatever, the three big and screens. And smoking's
2: allowed, I'm just going to say. That's
3: probably allowed. the biggest thing that made it feel like Vegas, smoking's allowed inside the casino, everywhere, not just a smoking room, you know, like we have back home where you open the door and all the smoke comes out. Yeah. It's everywhere. Um, and not that I'm for it or against it, but it was just a, uh, it was a neat atmosphere. Yeah. Felt like I was going back in time a little bit. So we're watching the Leafs and the Rangers, trying to keep our eye on the game. I'm like, is he
2: going to – are they going to – wow. That's going <laughs> to happen tonight. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So if you want to escape Canada but not escape Canada and feel like you're in Las Vegas, come to the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. That's all I want to say. I was just, it was, uh, there was a lot going on for a Wednesday in the stage bar. Yeah. That Leafs last night, I saw Sheldon Keefe saying we were exposed tonight. And I'm like, I didn't think they were that bad. It was a very entertaining game. No, it was game three,
3: three in the third. The game was really good. They were up I think the issue that he has is they were up three to one in that game and allowed five unanswered. Um so that doesn't sit well, but they played well. That was a heavyweight game. I mean, you had the Rangers in your top five, what, like a week ago? Maybe two. Yeah. Like they're a really, really good hockey team now. Um Shesterkin is One of the top, he's in the tier one now of National Hockey League goaltenders. He's very, very good. Um, I'm kind of interested to see if you end up with like a Toronto-New York playoff series. That would be fun to watch. I was into that game. It was zing, zing, zing. I appreciate the audience participation
2: on the program right now. Uh, For one, Pinks, one of our P1s, Priority One viewers, has sent me the list. Who's the busiest teams? The Bruins are going to play seven games in 13 days. Jets, eight games in 13 days. The Leafs, nine and 19. Overall, it's not that bad. They play every night. And I've always thought this business of back-to-back nights that goalies can't start, it's a bunch of bunk. Rudy and I talked about that, whatever. But I, yeah, I don't consult. Brian Dutch Do- is watching, the mayor of uh, Dodge City in South Florida. No. He says the reason that the sunrise doesn't, translate to my phone is because i have the original iphone which i do (laughs) my american iphone is a 13 but i'm not in america so here we go uh oleg's watching in winnipeg he says one day rod put the jets in the top five uh the jets need to put themselves in the top five and by the way they are on the road in smashville tonight yeah jets at nash without nikolai ehlers uh, this is the warm-up. We have CFL, NHL, NFL topics to get to. I, I just stopped for a second on the Rangers and the Leafs because it was a fun night last night here in the stage bar. People, I think you're going to want to start joining us. And by the way, we do have a watch party coming up this Sunday here in Calgary. Not a Gray Eagle. When we get to our NFL topics, I'll bring that up. Lawson Krause scored a goal and added an assist. Carl Vesemelka made 35 saves to lead the Arizona Coyotes to a 4-1 win at New Jersey. Dyson Mayo, Travis Boyd, and Johan Larson also scored for the Yotes, who have won three of their last five. That's why we moved them out of the last place. They're starting to do, they're still going to miss the playoffs, but... Pavel Francouz made 34 saves for his second career shutout. Nazem Kadri had a goal and a helper. And Colorado... Earned a point in its 10th straight game, blanking Anaheim 2-0. The Avalanche are an NHL best 9-0-1 in January. Uh, Ducks have lost their last four. That's just point one. Point two, it's the Panthers at the Orders tonight. Um, that was my featured game yesterday. That's how much I'm looking forward to this game tonight. And I think everybody is, Darren. You're not a fan of the Panthers nor the Orders, but are you not intrigued by this game tonight? It's going to be Mika Koskinen starting for the Orders and all the furore that they've been through. Panthers favored by a goal and a half tonight by BetRegal.ca.
3: I just can't wait. I don't know what to say about this. game. Well, yeah. It's interesting because you have Pissy Gate that's been going on at Edmonton and how are they going to respond? You got a very good Florida Panthers team that didn't get embarrassed in Calgary a couple of nights ago, but losing 5-1 to one won't sit well with them. So, how will they respond? You know, they're going to sit there and not want to go through Alberta 0-2. So, that puts extra pressure on, on Edmonton. Um, that's going to be a good game tonight. An
2: online stripper has entered the chat. You don't have the YouTube comments. S- up, you? Say what? An online love face. XYZ. Online strips. without clo- They're in the comments here. Everybody's wondering who's... Do they know this person? It's on YouTube. If, if you're not watching on Game Plus, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But
3: an online, do you think she's real? <sighs> I feel like there's a, there's a couple suckers that are watching our show right now that'll find out.
2: Wait, right, throw down your card, boys. Patrol man Pete watching in Winnipeg says Colorado's the most fun team to watch right now. They are amazing. I'm not going to argue that. I'm not even going to argue that. I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs. Uh, The general in Calgary says Barkov is going to destroy the orders. I think there's a very good chance. Let's put some money down on who gives up the game's first goal tonight. Huh? 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 What did you think of Alexander Barkov the other night?
3: Man man child. Well, he's very good. You know, John. But you like Ekblad more. I love Aaron Ekblad. I mean, Aaron Ekblad should be anchoring Canada's blue line at the Olympics, right? I mean, he's very, very good. Um, but no, Barkov's, I mean, he's just so smooth. And the best players, I almost say they're so good, it's quiet how good they are. Like, they make moves that are amazing that just, it looks so simple when they do it, you know? And they find a way just to create open space. Jonathan Huber's another one of those with Florida they really like. And the little pest too, with the long hair. Lumberg, big fan of him, too. Lumberghini. That's what, that's
2: what we call him down in South Florida. Yeah. Uh, Jack Fulton watching in Vulcan, Alberta. He says, hello, goodbye. Watching RP till 1030. Then I'll be watching my buddy Bryn Roy competing in the National Western Livestock Show and Rodeo in Denver. He's my good friend too, Bryn Roy. You tell him I said, hey. Former uh, Rough Rider, but also a rodeo cowboy. His dad's Mark Roy, rodeo legend. Bryn was born with a lariat in one hand and a football in the other. At least that's what his Twitter handle said. A rope. But I know most people don't know what a lariat is. (laughs) I get it. You get it, yeah, but not everybody gets it. We haven't even got to the football yet. We're only two topics in. So stick around. When we come back, we'll continue the warm-up. I want to talk about the breaking breaking news out of Winnipeg today. We'll tell you about it after the break. Last night's sub game, Antonio Brown has spoken. We want to talk about that. You're watching the RP Show live from the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Event Center here in Calgary on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: Another day live from Calgary. That was the scene Tuesday night where the Flames upset the Panthers 5-1. Panthers, highway number two tonight at the Edmonton Orders. Talked a lot of hockey in the opening. We're going to switch over to football now. However, the 902 text line is open. Roger Yee is watching in Calgary. He says, guys, it's Bogo Burritos at taco time today. Do you want a friendly competition? I bet I can do four crisp meats, fries, drink, and 12 hot sauce, says Roger Yee. Oh, let me think about it. We were just there the other day on Taco Tuesday. That's right. Bet, 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 bet. Chris Pell watching Game Plus. Hey, Rod, Chris Chappelle here from Regina, with Brendan Parker and Ryan Leslie on your show today. Can you ask them what they think the Flames will do to improve their lineup considering they're tight against the cap but need more offense? From their bottom nine forwards, thanks. Keep up the good work. Ooh, hockey lingo. Ooh. (laughs) Yes, we will ask them what the Flames need to do. But I, the Jolly Rancher, Daryl Sutter, would just say, work harder. Things are good enough. I got one of the best goalies in the league, they actually do. I don't know that they need to do a whole lot more. So breaking news, I promised out of Winnipeg, it didn't elude me. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers announced Thursday morning the club has signed all star linebacker Adam Big Hill to a one year contract extension. He had been scheduled to become a free agent next month. Big Hill, a product of Central Washington University and pride of Montesano, Washington, returns in 2022 for a fourth season with the Blue Bombers, his 10th in the CFL. One of the most decorated defenders in CFL history, Big Hill's 2021 season was one of his finest. He led the CFL stingiest defense with 70 tackles and added two sacks, two picks, and two fumble recoveries. He was busy in the playoffs, too, registering eight tackles in the Western Final and another five in the 108th Grey Cup. I saw my good friend Luke Mullinder, the color commentator for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, tweeting, is anybody else getting sick of seeing the Bombers re-sign their championship pieces? You because, assumed did you see that tweet from Luke? Here's what I've written, Darren, in all caps at the bottom of that. The question is, will anyone ever leave the Bombers? I mean, God bless him for sending yeah. up the news release and for Biggie resigning in Winnipeg. But where else was he going to go? We had him on the day after the Grey Cup,
3: thanks to the Bombers in D.C. for putting him on. He didn't want to go anywhere. No. No. <laughs> That's the thing. When you're in a good culture and a winning environment, it's really hard to leave, right? So, at what point do players start leaving? That will be more newsworthy because right now it seems like they all want to come back.
2: It'll be big news when they re sign their quarterback, Zach Caleros, but that's another thing. His agent, Dan Vertlieb, very tight lip. And I'll tell you right now, O'Shea's probably in on the negotiations along with the GM, Kyle Walters. And Dan Vertlieb's not stupid. He's actually a twin of Dan O'Toole. I almost wonder if the two have ever been seen in the same room together. That's what Vertlieb looks like. Have you yeah, met him? I've have never met him? him. And Zach going, well, the, if, if, if what we hear is true, Fajardo's making uh, the most money in the league, and what's he won? Right? Like, I deserve to be the highest-paid quarterback in the CFL. That's what I would say if I was Zach Paleros and his agent. Back-to-back gray cups. I also know Zach doesn't really prefer to move around. He's a very level-headed, even guild kind of guy. But it's not done yet. I don't see news releases coming out of Winnipeg about Zach. Now, that's the news we want to hear. And the Bomber fans want to hear it, too. Yeah. They got to make him the high, highest-paid quarterback in the CSL, as so far as I'm concerned.
3: They probably do. Or at least get him close to it. Or have it full of incentives, right? And that's something you always wonder about. You know, when... The quarterback, I mean, continues to get older every year. What's the year that it's going to drop off? What year will he not be able to win them a great cup? But guess what? He's done nothing to prove them that he's going to, to show them that he's slowing down. He just keeps getting better. He keeps winning games. And that seems to be what really matters. So pay the man. Yeah, that's the news that we're waiting to hear out of Winnipeg.
2: And the thing is, the Bomber fans, they're like any other fans. They're not different people in Winnipeg. They're like, we need to develop a new quarterback, a new young quarterback. Just get Zach resigned and let the coaches and GM worry about developing people. Uh, Zach's the guy. Back to hockey. Placeline Moose Jaw Saskatchewan. Cordell Lawson and Jack Ferkus had two goals and an assist each as the Moose Jaw Warrior. Routed the Calgary Hitman 8 2 Wednesday in the dub. Riley Fidler Schultz and Graydon Seatman replied for Calgary. While Ethan Buonaventura. Stopped 36 shots in net. Get your Hitman tickets and come watch Connor Bedard. Meanwhile, in Prince George, Cohen Zimmer had back-to-back goals in the first period as the Cougars topped Victoria 4-1. Johnny Hooker and Riley Height both scored into an empty net for Prince George. In other news, Friday's Brandon Wheat Kings at Regina Pat's game postponed because of a COVID situation on the Wheat Kings. It's interesting how the NHL got hit first. I was on this show going, how come it hasn't hit junior hockey yet? And people were saying, oh, just wait, it will. And then it did. Yeah. And then the NHL gets back and they say, we're not going to test asymptomatic players anymore. Was that after the All-Star break? Yeah. Yet the Dubs seems to still be doing that. So I guess they're just a little behind the NHL. that's what it looks like to me.
3: Yeah, it's just a little bit behind. They always seem to follow the National Hockey League. So I'm sure mm-hmm. they, that will happen eventually. Um, they also have different decisions to make because it's younger younger males and kids. But, yeah, it'll happen eventually, I, w- I would think. This guy right here is yet to get COVID.
2: I don't want to jinx him, but I've had it. Just about everybody you know has had it. You haven't had it? Immune, smith- You're my my immune system. You're walking around dodging. Strike ball. Immune system. Well, I thought mine was, too. By the way, very little uh, hate towards my Calgary Stampeders coffee mug today. I'm quite happy about it. It's... Surprising. And very smooth. Yes. Smooth transition. Uh, to point five. Antonio Brown was on Brandon Marshall's television show yesterday. And I don't know if you saw this story or not. I was alerted to it by TMZ, of all things. Antonio Brown says his mental health is fine. And listen, I obviously resonate with people like Antonio Brown. And I'm not saying... His mental health isn't fine. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. You got to watch the interview. He said, if I can paraphrase, he's like, my coach said, get the F out of here. So I got out of there. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Now, some people do things in a grander style with a little more schutzpah than others. Some, I've, some people have walked right off the field before, but you didn't notice. Ab's ripping his clothes off. As he's on a net. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, dun, yeah, yeah, dun. yeah, yeah right <laughs> so he listen as I've noticed and said over the years sometimes the black sheep is the only one telling the truth but nobody believes them because they're the black sheep I get a lot of time for black sheep right because I am one uh, now I don't know I don't know Antonio Brown we all see what we see on television we read the clip I follow with social media doesn't seem normal I'm not normal. I don't want to cast any dispersions on Antonio Brown, but a lot of people do. And the other thing is, I, I don't like the term crazy, but it, it, you can't get away from it. People use that term all the time. But if I can say, when you're crazy, you don't know that you're crazy. And I've said that before in my recovery podcasts. Right. People call me crazy. You call me whatever you want. I don't care. As long as you're calling me something, I'm good. But when you're crazy, you don't know you're crazy. So for Antonio Brown to go on Brandon Marshall's show and say, my mental health is fine. Coach told me to get the hell out of here, so I did. How do you feel about that? I'm not crazy, right? You hear it all the time. All the time. From crazy people. From Yeah, from
3: crazy people. You know, <laughs> yes, literally he said, get out of here, okay? But he didn't mean get out of here. And I think- How all, do we know? Again? Well, I think most of us- No, get out of here is fine. Go sit on the bench, right? You know, this is a grown man, doesn't need to be told word for word, sit on the bench. Don't, but don't actually leave, right? You know, and they took him literally. He took him literally, and he just, he chose to take him literally, right? He knew what Bruce Arians meant. He knew that Bruce Arians wasn't saying, walk off the field now, go home, you're cut in the middle of a game, right? There's just no way. But, Maybe that's what he thought. Maybe that's what he actually thought. Bruce Arians that he was being. And by the, the way, you saw the video of Bruce Arians slapping his
2: player across the game on the weekend, which of which he was fined fifty thousand dollars for. I assume you saw that. Yes. So maybe Bruce Arians isn't the white sheep in this scenario. How about that? So again, I know Antonio Brown's been guilty of a lot of bad things. Charged with them, anyways. So I'm not saying I'm an Antonio Brown fan, but I'm saying I've got more time for him than most people do. Um, checking in on the viewers, the Taco Time viewer takeover. We've opened the doors on it. Uh, Hab for Life 41 watching on YouTube says, Good morning, everyone, from beautiful British Columbia. I said to Moose, we're not as big as in, Alberta, in BC as we are in Alberta. And you're like, well, we're working on it. We're working so on it. So tell your friends, Habs for Life 41. Tell us about what we're doing over here. Let's grow our numbers in BC. Beautiful spot. From BW, he says, Good day, people. Finally got a Wi-Fi signal. Well, thank you for reporting that, BW. I appreciate it. John Ohm in Winnipeg, Ohm, says, so normal. Is there a thing? T-talk, I say. <laughs> Go look up the definition of normal because I have no idea what that is. Similar to balance or moderation. What are those things? I know. Did you see my plate of ginger beef last night at the buffet? Did you see it? What's moderation? And a lot of comments here on Antonio Brown as well. Oleg in Winnipeg says Antonio Brown needs a new doc. Hey, listen, I'll bring you back an hour okay? Yeah. They want to talk about the Calgary Stampeders. The general in Calgary says the Stamps O-line is looking promising. We turned on the radio the other day. I said, let's see what these guys are talking about. They were talking about the Stampeders O-line for like 15 minutes. I'm like, wow, impressive. We are going to talk some Flames hockey coming back after the break. Brendan Parker will join us from Flames TV. But a sports update this morning. The struggling Oilers welcome the Florida Panthers to Rogers Place tonight as part of tonight's NHL action. The Oilers have lost six in a row. Coming off a 5 loss here at Calgary Tuesday night. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens are in Vegas tonight. It's Montreal's first game since Kent Hughes was hired as the story but now troubled club's new general manager on Tuesday. Also tonight, the Winnipeg Jets are in Nashville. Uh, I saw them debating. I don't know. I've watched a million sports networks and listened to a million shows, but they were criticizing Kent Hughes for not speaking French. Lord love us. Sports Day brought to you by Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. Also, the Tap Brewhouse and drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Brendan Parker of Flames TV joins us next. You're watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. On Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the now. Get yeah, a to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: Hey, views of the Saddle from Tuesday night's Flames win over the Florida Panthers. Flames off tonight. It's a busy night of the National Hockey League. Including the big one that everybody's talking about, the Florida Panthers at the Edmonton Oilers. Hey, we're working on a live studio audience. If I There's one guy behind me. The moose has gone up into the crowd. He's behind my microphone. But we might have an Oprah-style look at by next. Week. We are a gray eagle. We're going to get to uh, the CFL news next segment, maybe into hour two, but first Brendan Parker joins us from flames TV from the saddle dome. The guys told me that he was ready to go. Is that where you're at? Brendan, are you at the rink today?
4: Change of plans, change of plans. We've, uh, we've got a little COVID protocol in the house now. So uh, I'm, I'm at home. Unfortunately, this week is going to be probably at home for the next few days.
2: Gotcha. Weirdest. I'm you in Florida, and we spend a lot of time together. I come to Calgary, and I can't see you. But let's talk about that Flames win the other night, five-one over the Florida Panthers. They were in control from the drop of the puck, because you remember in Sunrise they kind of took their foot off the gas, right, in that game, and the Panthers came back. Yeah. They weren't going to allow that to happen against Florida on Tuesday night. What, what were your thoughts on that game?
4: Yeah, so true. I mean, uh, you know, thinking back to that game, really that road trip, uh, you know, everyone was kind of fully aware of what those three games at the end of that five-game road trip were going to like, given the fact I had three of the top five teams at the time, uh, you know, to finish off that road trip. But that game was kind of the start of it. And man, what an entertaining first period that was. I remember, you know, we're sitting up there in the press box and it was, you know, it was edgy. It had, you know, after whistle stuff, entertainment. Um, And then, yeah, absolutely. I think as that game wore on, Florida was able to kind of take. Take control a little bit at different times. Flames had their chances, couldn't vary, but then at the end of the game, you know, when they're trying to be aggressive with comeback, Florida ends up finishing it off. The score looks probably a little bit more lopsided than it was, and a completely, you know, different perspective, you know, their night at the saddle Dome. And I think, you know, partially it's the Flames not being happy with the way they played and, and and not necessarily on the road trip so much, but probably that home game against Ottawa, you're not happy with a the result. That's four straight losses at that point. But but B, just, just the way that it went down. It kind of felt you know, emotionless, you know, you had 50% fans in the crowd and, uh, and it just, it just didn't have any edge to it whatsoever. And then, you know, I think that was a focal point over the last couple of days of practice. And they, they flipped the switch against the Panthers and you know, knew it was first place team in the entire national hockey league. And, and I think they prepared for that. And, and they didn't, they didn't give them a second to even ease into that hockey game. And I think when you look back earlier in the year, when the flames had a lot of success, it was, Jumping on teams early, you know, catching them off guard, and then just really grinding them down the rest of the game, and that was textbook from the Flames the other night.
2: The general is watching in Calgary. He says, "I watch Brendan's pregame recaps every game. You're awesome, Brendan." That's from the general. Um, we had a viewer, Chris, wanted to ask you what you think the Flames need to go on a deep run, and I haven't thought the Flames have needed much for a long time, other than between their ears and here, but talent wise, I feel they've always had it, but I don't know everything. What do you, is this team going to add any pieces here the rest of the way? How do they feel about their chances as a contender?
4: Well, I, I, you know, I think if you ask management, it's always, you know, and it has come up at different times as we get closer to the deadline. It's always going to be, you know, the response is always we're going to try to look at like our team better, no matter what the situation is. But I, you know, I think, I think when they're playing like that, they are a force to be reckoned with without a doubt. But, well, when you look at some of the teams that we faced here, you know, when you see you know what what we've looked at here recently with you know Tampa and Florida and Carolina, it's it's so much depth. So I, I'm kind of of the uh, and if you look back to past deadlines, they've added you know a couple of depth blue liners. Uh, you know, I think they're pretty good in that spot right now. You've got a guy like Michael Stone who's only played two games this year, and I think he would be more than adequate to step in whenever you know that just comes. They've been pretty steady with their six guys. So you have some guys there. You've got. You know, Yusuf Alamaki, Connor Mackey on the farm. So defensively, you know, I think you do have some bodies, some capable bodies there. But, you know, maybe up front you're looking for somebody else who can, you know, can add maybe a bit of a scoring touch or add something else. I think you got guys that can kill penalties. You've got depth forwards. you got guys you can move around there. But, you know, you're always looking to have another piece up front that can really complement what you're trying to do. And I think, you know, as far as the line combinations, we've seen different things. That that first line's pretty, sta- pretty steady. You've had little and for for the most part all season long. But it's, you know, the other three lines that have juggled around trying to find some chemistry. We've seen sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't. Uh, but I really like that line of Backland, uh, Coleman and Andrew Munchabani the other night against Ford. I thought they were dangerous all game long. So maybe you found something there in a second line that could work. Uh, but as far as, you know, if you were going to look to add something, I think you'd love to bring in you know, another forward piece, uh, you know, if you could. And again, that's easier said than done because, you know, I think there'll be a lot of teams that are to add some depth pieces, but you know, we know how much of a grind it's going to be. And it's even, you know, less about the playoffs because you got to get there first. It's the way that this schedule now shapes up with the re- schedule being released yesterday. You had 10 games you had to make up. It's crammed into February. They threw one into March. There's two more in April. Like, it's going to be a grind to the finish. And the more healthy bodies, more bodies you have who you can move in and out of the lineup if you have to, I think the better off you're going to be.
2: Well, by the way, it's fun to talk line combinations. And you ha- you didn't even mention johnny and Mike, which was a thing that i heard here in calgary right so they love that combination. so I, honestly i think the flames are good enough they just have to keep the pedal to the metal for 60 minutes and we all know that and you know that and daryl knows that what was the reaction to the flames being asked to play seven games in 12 days here on this refigured schedule
4: yeah i think i think everybody sort of knew it was coming i think it was just a matter of where the pieces would fit but now you know you take a look at it you got you know that what was a three-week or close to three-week Olympic break off; uh, those vacation plans and travel plans have obviously changed now. And uh, you know, I, I think I think everybody sort of knew what was coming. It was just uh, it was just a matter of how how it would how it would all unroll. So, you know, I think the fact there's two more back-to-backs in February, and and for the most part, it's you know, you still get your Olympic break, so there's still you know maybe four I think it's four or five days off just after they play their last game in Arizona uh, at the uh, beginning of February. So, you know, take advantage of that while you can, but I think more than anything, it's hard to, it's hard to get too wrapped up in, in what's coming because this team now just wants to play games. Like they're desperate for some kind of rhythm right now. And I think I was just looking at it, you know, I think prior to last game, it was two games in 11 days. So by the time they get in Edmonton, it'll be three games in 15 days. You know, that's just, it's not steady enough. And the Oilers I know are going through the same thing, but you just want to play, play some games. So for this team, you know, the rest of the way now you kind of look at it, they're going to be busy. It basically equates to one game every second day. So, you know, I think it, it goes without saying they, they, they knew exactly what get It was busy. It was a matter of where the games were going to slot and who they were going to be against. But now you, got you can see what it is. You can go to your schedule now. You know exactly what you're in for. Um, not unexpected, but it's going to be heavy the rest of the way for sure.
2: Brendan, I've been in this town since Saturday, and every single day I've heard about the Flames and orders Saturday night, and you just brought it up. That rivalry yeah. is something very special, isn't it? Unbelievable.
4: Sure, it's great. It's great. And you know what? And <laughs> and it's, it all kind of goes back to a few years ago. And you know, I think it's been some cooler moments but Last year was off. They played each other a ton. You know, no fans in the building. Probably have the same edge to it that we had seen the year prior to that. Uh, I think it's kind of getting back to that though. And I think you know. Given where these two teams are at right now, I mean, Roddy, there's a lot of a lot on Saturday. <laughs> like You take a look at, you know, Oof. the fact that we're not even halfway point of the season. Normally we would, right? Normally we'd be over halfway point. So this would be big no matter what. But just given where they're at, I mean, I think you can feel the temperature up in Edmonton. You know, Flames now coming off that, that win, So they're kind of feeling better about their game. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. for it.
2: Brandon, why are you so pissy? <laughs> I, hey, I, I'm, I, smiling. I'm smiling. <laughs> I, I know.
4: Hey, yeah, last that. one. Do we see I, I, I've loved the a memes, new ring there that has been some good memes.
2: Oh, they've been so good, so good. Do we see a new rink in Calgary by the time you and I uh, in our lifetimes?
4: I mean, the only answer I can give to that is yeah. I, I think it it has to happen. Um, you know, I know it's been up and down. I feel like it's kind of set and ready and then it changes. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the saddle dome can only exist for so long it's been 40 years i mean i think yeah i think we find a way at some point in this city to to come together and get it done i think there's an appetite on all sides um you know maybe it gets a little bit uh heated at times the exchanges and and you know there is a lot of money on the line i understand it i completely understand it but at some point i think they you know the sides will figure it out um, i think it just has to happen because you know the city needs it you know obviously the city needs it but you know it's it's going to be a big fixture in the area that they're looking at so you know, I think one way or another, we find a way to get this thing done. And, and hopefully it's sooner rather than later. It's time.
2: I love it. I love the uh, positive outlook. <laughs> Brendan, thanks for this. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you soon.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me, Roddy. And uh, enjoy Calgary. And uh, hopefully we get to see you Thank you, bud. And maybe fill those uh, seats Absolutely.
2: you. you, want, you want, sir. <laughs> we will. We will. Saskatoon product, Brendan Parker of Flames Tea, joining today for Great Eagles Orton Casino. Ryan Leslie of uh, Sportsnet Flames will be down here coming up in an hour, 2 You're watching the RP show on Game Plus Television. We'll open up Taco Time viewer takeover when we return. We're also live on YouTube and 24 Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
2: You are looking not live inside the Scotia Saddle Dome. But we're live at Grey Eagle Resort Asino. And what would have normally been Taco Time where takeover has been usurped. And in a moment, I'll tell you why. But uh, for the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one burrito half off at Taco Time every Thursday. There's like 17 Taco Times in the Calgary area. It's unbelievable. Who knew that Calgary was the mecca of Taco Time? I didn't. And again, we're live at Gray Eagle, where Foreigner's coming March 19th and 20th. Come sing along with your all-time favorite rock band, Foreigner. Two shows at the Gray Eagle Event Center. Foreigner, the hits on tour. The biggest classic rock tour of 2022. Grab your tickets at ticketmaster.ca. It's our distinct honor to welcome from Sportsnet Flames, Ryan Leslie, in the flesh, right here at Gray Eagle. And you seem like a guy. Is he logged in? Do you have Moose? I'm not sure. Where is he? Can we get Ryan? Oh, where did Darren go?
4: <laughs> refresh.
2: Running a real yeah. refresh. Stay on the. Re- oh, nice.
4: Great
1: Eagle so we gonna- and Casino.
2: I, The second I said it, it was out of my mouth. I was worried. So he's just getting logged in on the feed. And if he doesn't find it, we'll come back in an hour or two. You got it? Did it work? I don't know. You don't know. You can hear him but you can't see him. I was reading the news release earlier from Adam Big Hill of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers signing a one-year contract today. Oh, now we got him. A hundred percent. Do you see yourself on the screen there, Ryan? I wish I didn't. You you, uh, figured it out. Anyways, Foreigner, you seem like a guy that, oh, yeah, would have Foreigner on your iPod. Do I I really, Roddy? (laughs) Yeah. Cold as ice. Do you have a favorite Foreigner song? Uh, I want to know what love is. I, I want know, want but you do you have me. a favorite Foreigner song?
4: I want you to show me.
2: Right. I feel like starting my lighter.
4: There it is.
5: Right oh here in Gray Eagle Event Center. Like, it's good to see uh, you brought back to the house behind you, That's It's 10 o'clock in the morning, man. Almost 11. <laughs> They'll be here by 11. Yes, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> but do hey. I look ahead? Because I can see you right here. No, you I can look looking?
2: wherever you want. In the right. camera, look at me. I, listen, on the first day on Monday, we had to turn people away. So I'm thinking. I'm not joking. So by Friday we might have a live audience, and for sure by next week we'll have a live audience here at the event center. It's a it's a work in progress.
5: What's your day been like? As the guy covering and following the Calgary Flames for sports? Well, flames? the team is on the ice right now as um, I speak. Uh, they're about to go to Zoom. Um, I'll probably have as much luck uh, logging into that as I did your show here. But uh, yeah, no, it's been. Uh, routine day uh and uh looking forward to seeing what the guys have to say as they get ready here the next couple of days um for the battle of alberta which i don't know i don't know if it's just me or maybe other people if it's sort of, we gotta kind of make, this might just be what we need because uh you know with all the resets the stops the start and now we learn about the schedule uh, being revised so i don't know maybe this is exactly what we need to kind of get us all re-engaged again I, although uh, i should be clear i mean i think most Flames fans saw that game last game and were pretty pleased about it. Um, that was that was a a much needed win over your Florida Panthers mm, and it, an impressive on one, that. by the way. Yeah. Um, I left the game early, uh, not that early, but I got was home in time. You, you know what? Nobody's surprised that you're the guy that comes uh, and leaves early. Right. But, but nobody. I do it because I can. Well, you had to beat the traffic, exactly. Half capacity to start my car cold. But Regina. I was I was
2: home and I'm. Uh, to watch Kelly Rudy and Rick Ball on your broadcast say mm. that it was the best Flames game of the year. Now, listen, we have less than 30 seconds, so we'll come back in hour two with Ryan Leslie of Sportsnet Flames for a segment, and uh, we'll talk about tonight's NHL action. We'll talk about Saturday's BOA because everybody's talking about it, so stick around, everybody. We'll be right back live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Event Center after this timeout, You're watching on Game Plus Television.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com